was all a dream. I used to read Wizard magazine. Marvel versus DC. I don't want to fight no more, y'all. Check this out right here. Uh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pittsburgh Comic Podcast number 561. The pre-San Diego Comic-Con edition. Oh, was that this weekend? That is this weekend. It actually seems like a convention that would actually be worth going to now. Because there's yeah. no stars. Yeah. You could actually see creators. Yeah. Comic creators. Yeah. The Marvel booth isn't just going to be whatever movie. Yeah, somebody tweeted yeah. that like, there's no stars. And they're like, well, what about where all the comic artists and writers yeah. are at? It's not about that. It is that. a Comic-Con. It's not about that. Yeah. It's because it's called Comic-Con. doesn't mean it's about comics. Duh. It is kind of funny though. It's like, oh yeah, there's a new Blue Beetle movie coming, but none of the stars are going to be there, and you know, I'm sure they're hurt and they're like, uh. That new trailer looked like it was made for TNT. Okay. It just does not look. <laughs> I didn't look at it just because I'm like this. No offense to it, I am not the target audience for this. We no. do have a question about Blue Beetle, um, but yeah, I'm like, no offense. It the special effects. Well, I mean, I'm more worried about George Lopez than anything. He had a bad hairpiece and everything in there. Like, well, you couldn't spend a little extra on that? Look, after what they spent on Flash for it to make like $100 million. It made less domestically than Green Lantern. Yeah. And they're pulling it. It's already been pulled. You can oh, get it's, it, it's you, absolutely you, pulled? You, you can get it on Max already. Really? I'm pretty sure. Oh, cool. For real? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it's on it's on Max already. Did you see it? No, I never it got to see it. It was good. Yeah, yeah it's a good. decent movie. It was fun. But it, it was not Shakespeare, and Ezra Miller stole a piece of shit. But the movie was fun. And that's what I want in a Flash movie. Well, maybe it's like in the week it's coming out. Yeah, but it's going to be on Max soon, I heard. Yeah. If it's, not, if it's not on there already. Yeah, there's been some little announcements. Uh, they did announce that the classified comic is going to be actually Ms. Marvel, the newest mutant. Um, is she a mutant? Now, now she, she is. is. How did she become she a mutant? Because, because that's Scott, what they called her in the TV show. And Cy- Cyclops said so, so... Yeah. In the, in the after credit scene, you had to... Oh, that was, yeah. that was funny. We'll get to that in the comic reviews. Um... Oh, I was going to say, someone read Miss Marvel? No, but I read uh, Fallen Friends. I read that too, yeah. Um, and th- this one annoyed me a little bit. Tinian and Martin Simmons, who were doing uh, uh, Department of Truth, are doing a new Universal Monsters Dracula book. What? Yeah. Did you hear they canceled back rolls? Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. Like, sorry to hear it. Sorry, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, so you're putting Department of Truth on hold even longer. It's like, and wordless. Your 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 friends, your fans aren't gonna wait forever. Like the the nice house on the lake, they might not come back when you decide to do more of that. Hey, and when are we getting the next issue of Southern Bastards? Yeah, I never. Uh... I don't. I don't ever expect that to ever be out again. No, but it's like you can't put people on hold that long. You know, it's like, oh, well, Saga went away for three years. I'm like, yeah, and I lost and half my and I lost half my sales. Yeah, right, but you were selling what sixty Saga? Yeah. How and, many Department of Truth are you selling? Yeah, not not that many. It was a stretch to get a one in twenty five. 
so yeah and it'll be now down to 10 you know it's like just i don't know what they think or if he maybe he doesn't need the money because he got all that Substack money both dollars no he got a ton Did he? he was one of the first one, one. The first, yeah. yeah oh okay yeah i think that's the way that works you're either an early adopter you don't make anything yeah yeah that's called a pyramid scheme yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you know and i haven't really been paying attention to any of the other stuff um i heard some i didn't see but i heard them talk about it on another podcast that uh the supposedly killing moon knight at the end oh of, my. Of, the, of this run can so, he die hold on and and that's what yeah that's what i said earlier so we're talking about a guy whose origin is he's killed and resurrected by an Egyptian moon god. Right. Pretty sure that won't stick. Yeah. So today they announced Superior Spider-Man Returns. They were saying I something thought, about that. Yeah. Yep. Like, they just officially announced it. Hang on. And then we have a new Spider-Man series. The Spider-Boy? The, the Spine-Tingling Spider-Man. Um, I, I love this. They have... They have uh, they announced a second Rom omnibus, which I love. Did you say Rom? Rom. The Space Knight. Yep, yep. So they're doing a second one, but looking at it, only goes to issue fifty, and the series went to seventy five. So there's going to be three yeah, Rom um, three Romnibuses. <laughs> so if you want to read, one hundred and fifty. So four hundred fifty for Rom Space Knight. Correct. And you don't even get a whole bunch of issues. Yeah, do you know how much it would be if you bought any issues? Well, yeah. But... $35? No, <laughs> more than that. No, probably more than that. Probably similar, but it's like... But you don't get all, like, the hostess pie ads and, and the buy grit and all that that you would get from the original comics. <laughs> you probably did get grit, didn't you? Or you sold it door-to-door to, to get I, your no, awesome prizes. No. This is X-ray specs. No, but I was wondering though if they do end up killing off Moon Knight, are they just gonna bring him back as a mutant too? Uh, because probably the thing they do now. Probably, yeah. What would be his mutant power? Being a dick. Well, he's he's had powers before, like yeah, like depending upon the phase of the the moon, moon, stronger or not. Yeah, I just like. He has multiple personalities, and he's kind of batshit nuts. Yeah, that's the way I like my Moon Knight. Right? That's what I like. He's Batman, but a little bit crazier. Like, I really don't care about Miss Marvel too much, but like, I would have been like really upset, like if I was a fan, that like you would have got this book. You know, she died. You just had not even a full week after the memorial issue of her, and they're like, she's back. Yeah, that is true. Like, yeah, it wasn't on. even a full week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's precedent for that. Yeah. Transformers the movie, they killed off Optimus Prime. And like three weeks later, because everybody hated Rodimus Prime, it might have been more than it might have been a couple months later, they announced he was coming back. So, there's precedent. Yeah. And that was back in the 80s. At least back then it didn't get announced beforehand, you just... You found out when you read the thing, like... Yeah, there there was no internet to go, hey, wait a minute. So, uh, David Harper of Sketch did an interview with a bunch of uh, stores, and he did a... It was a, not a uh, podcast, but a uh, just an article. And basically, everybody was like, it's, it's tough out there right now. Um, some people said they were having... They were successful, but they also said their store and in a very, you know limited way 
but overall it was uh, things are just really tough right now especially with all the extra work we're having to do and the beat then did it and uh, added I guess they interviewed some people and were getting some comments off of Twitter and things like that and my favorite comment now I, I had not read this article until I heard it on the Challengers podcast and they read this quote that I really enjoyed from former Marvel and Amazon exec Bon Alamagno, if pre prepaid pre-orders were the norm in the comics industry, like every other industry in 2023, retailers wouldn't have to keep guessing what customers want. But no one listens. We embrace the hardest possible path and then complain about the resulting pain like it's a surprise. It's like, wow, there's a guy who doesn't understand at all how the uh, system works. Saying as a Marvel executive who had us order a book called Classified Number One. But but what he's saying is also factually incorrect. Yeah. Walmart does not take pre-orders and then that I have to prepay to go buy groceries or to go buy whatever. That's not how retail works. That's how Marvel thinks it works. For special orders, that's how that works. You know, for the... But even for you, if there was a $500 statue, I think you would be perfectly within your rights to go, this is a one-of-a-kind thing. I'm not going to sell this to anyone else. You're going to prepay for that. Or you're well, not just that, but it's like, it. oh, Uncanny Avengers number one. I guess I'll just order based on pre-orders that we have to order four weeks before the book ships. That, but how, but this... he specifies prepaid pre-orders. Right. No one pays for their books ahead yeah. of time. No, in, in no industry. Is but that it just let me know that that's how Marvel thinks this should work. It's like very interesting. Mm-hmm. And then so adding adding covers at the last minute. How do I get prepaid pre-orders for those? Well, especially you know, when they announce it on a Friday. And in orders to do Monday. Yeah. 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 So that just really let me know that they don't know what's going on. And then I had a fun one yesterday. Um, Let me give you a scenario, because I was trying to figure out a good way to explain it. But say you're in school, and you show up for class after a test, and the professor goes, well, I want to thank you all for, you know, studying so hard and working hard on the test. Sadly, it was a hard test, and you guys didn't do very well, Um, and you all got C's. Now, there, some of you forgot, didn't study and forgot about the test and you didn't show up for the test. We're going to give you A's. And that's basically what Image did to me this week. Um, there's a new issue of Radiant Blackout. And in it, cover A has one story and cover B has a different story. Now, it's only a little bit in this one. The next issue is completely different. Because Are they with the covers again? Or just... The covers are different. The the story inside is different. It's really like issue six and issue six A. So yeah. they're gonna do that for like the next couple of issues. Yes. So, Ooh. yeah. Way to kill a book. Yeah. So, but well, hold on. But hold on, it gets better. Seriously. So I knew this. I knew they were doing this. So I ordered the same amount of cover A as I did cover B, figuring the readers would want both because you'd want the whole story. Yeah. Well, some stores didn't, and they just ordered cover A. Well, Image realized this, and this would be a problem. So they went ahead and matched their cover Bs to cover A and sent them free copies of cover B to match what they ordered. I had to pay for mine because I knew what was going on ahead of time and ordered 
appropriately. You studied for the test. I studied for the test, and I'm out $28. These guys didn't study, didn't pay attention, didn't order the book. They got free copies. I'm like, well, that's fun. Okay. How about, how about compensating the people that paid? Yeah. Yeah, some credit well, or something. The problem is they're all at San Diego, so no one's going to respond. And at this point, I don't care anymore. It now they're coming off the shelf, and it's going to be subs only. I'm not going to bother with it anymore. Um, it was a nice try. I get they were trying to do something different, but why I got penalized, I don't understand. Well, like so, because Tim was telling us about that, and I didn't know about that until he was telling me yeah. about that. Like, is that something you're going to do something like that? That needs to be like in the solicit. So. Well, no, because they wanted it to be a surprise for you guys. See? Because surprises are fun. Yeah. Surprise and surprises are fun when you have no skin in the game. Yeah. So it was just one of those. Because all of a sudden on the, the retailer message boards, people are going, what am I supposed to do with all these free copies of Radiant Black I got? And I'm like, why did you get free copies of Radiant Black? And it's like, oh, I, didn't, I only order cover A. I'm like, oh, well, that's fun. Well, here's another question, though. So let's say... I'm a regular reader of Radiant Black. I don't know this is coming because it's not in the solicit. Oh, wow. I really like cover B more than I like cover A. Luckily, it was the same cover, just the guy was facing a different direction. Yeah. There was oh, no difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't that big a difference, and you're like, oh, I want this cover. Yeah, because that's were, what I was thinking. They of, were, like, I, no, they were would... essentially the same cover. Um, but yeah, it was just one of those. But as the reader, how, what do, did you, I do? how do you know which? That you're supposed to buy both books? Right. Yeah. No, I got you. It's like Clue, the yeah. movie. So the next issue, Tim Curry actually goes through and reenacts what happens. Well, cool. yeah, but I don't know like, how different the story is. How much does the two issues differ from each other? Well, I guess it's a, well, it's a story of, I guess the question, it was a thing, who's going to wear the yeah. suit? And so in one, it's one guy, and in the other, oh, it's the other guy. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, interesting, but yeah, it's just it, I just feel like I just got left holding the bag, and it's just like, oh, great, thanks. But what that also means is like if you're looking at it linearly, you have issue one, two, three, oh, yeah. splits or four, yeah. five, six, and then I guess it comes back yeah. together. Right. Yeah. It's just gonna be a mess, and it, later on in back issues, it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. Right. How do you? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with if it continues with like, the covers are going to be basically this, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like how are you going to be able to tell the? Yeah. And you won't me, be able to tell the difference by just looking at the cover. And for me, it's not a huge deal. It's just one more thing. Yeah. And I don't need one more thing on an image book. When image, they were good. We enjoyed like they were doing returnability, especially on number one. So it was great. You could order up. Yeah. And, oh, it didn't make enough of a difference. We're not doing that anymore. It's like, oh, well, I guess instead of ordering 10 copies, I'll order three. Like, this week we got Scrapper, book, an image book about dogs. Next week from Image, we're getting a book called Per Evil. I'm guessing it's about cats. Right. And Mike I'm sitting here going, but I'm sitting here going, really? There's something different in them. This is what you're offering us, Image? These are your hot books to replace the you know, Walking Dead, Dead and Saga that aren't coming out anymore? Now we get Per Evil? Come on. I mean, 
Captain Ginger was the bomb. It was, but it's just like, yeah, Scrapper, I'm going to say I sold two copies of, you know, so, because I ordered three, and I have one left. Um, But yeah, it's just, just frustrating right now. Very, uh, very frustrating. How, how long until they're leaving the previous book and um, only going digital? I think I'm, it might even be next month, next week's previews they're not going to be in. I'm not sure exactly. So yeah, then. So then are they going to do their own different one too? No. Oh, so we're just not even going to know what's coming out. Correct. You have to go online and look. Correct. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Yeah, yeah, because my because comic book people who collect comic books love reading digitally. It's been well documented. That's why the whole industry is heading that way. Well, after pornography, I don't have time for anything else on the internet. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but so yeah, so I'm just I'm just like I'm. I feel like I'm Sisyphus at this point, just pushing the rock. And every time I get near the top, somebody comes up with some great idea that sounds great to them, but doesn't really work in practicality. And the rock comes rolling. You back seem to on. understand that nobody follows a business model anymore. No, it's just all. Well, it was funny. I was talking with uh, someone at Valiant, just personally on Twitter, because I had tweeted about this, going, "So let me get this straight. I ordered the book properly, and..." It, had I not ordered it properly, I would, have, I would have had free comi- copies. Instead, I had to pay for them. And I said, lesson learned. Um, and she was like, well, who, who, who did what? And I explained. She's like, why are they making this so hard for you guys? I said, I don't know. She's like, who did what to you? And, and, and then wait, what? but I, you just said it was somebody from Valiant? Yeah. Who puts out one book? Well, that's hard to that's not out their fault, right? Book. No, no, that's not their fault. But um, they're focusing. Yeah, um, not this person I was talking with. Oh no, no, no! Um, I'm not blaming but, that person. Yeah, but I mean, it's, no, no. it's hard to screw it up when yeah. you're only putting out one. No, I hear you. Came out but late. yeah, I said, I said, I get it. My problem is everybody's doing their own thing, and I miss the days when DC was looking at the big picture and i even miss the days when people were selling comics to be read and not just selling covers that's the big problem right now i looked moon knight had nine covers last week nine open order covers i will tell you on a ten dollar book yeah fair enough most of those covers though Mm -hmm. were fire absolutely that one that you and i were looking at it's just like i have 12 copies left yes that's 120 dollars correct sitting on the shelf because Somebody grabbed a different cover and handed back the regular. So it's like, and I had, I think I only ordered two of each cover, but mm. that leaves me that many extras now. So, yeah, it just. Well, how many covers of Red Sonja came out this, this week? Uh, Z-U, but I didn't get them all. Z-U. Mm-hmm. A through Z, and then almost back around again. Mm-hmm. So over 50? No, no. Many Z. I mean, yeah, it'd you, be close. Did yeah. you have over fifty? No. Oh, okay. oh no. Uh, that's why I was. No, because a lot of those are you know the one in fifteen, one in twenty, one in you know, and all that stuff. Um, so no, I. But yeah, like I ordered, you know, I ordered more than I needed. Although that might have been returnable, because um, like I knew some people were going to the Eastman, they were going to want the Magnola. You know, there was a lot of a lot of good covers. But yeah, it's just, it's a game. And I said, the problem is it becomes FOMO for the stores is like, I ordered two each of all those Moon Knights because I don't know what you guys are going to want. And of course, you know, oh, don't you have this cover? No, I, you know, it's like every issue of every issue of Night Terrors has four covers. 
and it's like the f main one's five the other ones are six and it's like how do i order this i don't know you know and they're good covers but it's a guessing game and that i i'm stuck with them but is there an approach where you can say you will order the standard cover in whatever quantity you're going to do if you want an alternate cover it has to be pre-ordered right if you can see it if they show yeah, us the cover yeah, no, before I, I, the orders are due that's, yeah but yeah so that's the is main that the cover one or the one a? <laughs> that's yeah that's the a, other one is just basically the guy facing the other yeah, direction it's, it's just, it's just flipped a, yeah the, yeah it's yeah. just kind of flipped so it's not like you'd be like oh i prefer him looking to the right than the left maybe you do but it's just <laughs> oh man Oh, that's a much better cover. I know. Yeah. That would have drawn dramatically. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can't stand it. They really. literally just flipped the artwork. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't. AI did it for them. <laughs> <laughs> but they printed this on paper. Killed the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like AI rooted. Wow. Okay, so that's my bitching and moaning, which is the name of the, going to be the name of the. Uh, it's okay. Article. Okay, Mr. Ludwig asks, and I really can't answer this, so this will be up to you guys. Too much Spider-Boy, not enough Spider-Boy, or just the right amount of Spider-Boy? I got a different... Can I give answer D? Sure. Who sure. gives a flying? You I think what? that's too much. I am personally Spider-Boy free, so to me, there's just the right amount. I'm not playing. I'm out. It's a I complete mean, he, other gimmick. It's I mean, all he, it is. He hasn't been in a whole bunch, I think, but it's still just... Do you all remember, like, ten years ago, they did Alpha, and it was the same thing. Oh, he'll premiere in Spider-Man, he's yeah. going to be the next big thing, and then he had his own series. It was like, like a one-shot or mini, something? No, it was a mini-series. It was like four issues, and or and then nothing. Gone. That's what this is. Well, I, it was funny because I think they also announced that Mary Jane is going to have her own Jackpot book now. And I'm like, what? I remember when they introduced Jackpot and then they're like, oh yeah. no, it's not Mary Jane. Yeah. And then they killed her off. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, well she does have some kind of like weird powers now, right? After yeah, but isn't it like on a watch? I don't know. Where she's like Ben 10 or something? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. She doesn't know what the power is going to be when she pushes the button. So it's like a roulette wheel. It's a slot machine. It's a slot, slot machine. machine. Oh, Thank you, Tim. <laughs> okay, so now Jermaine, he sent bar, this last bar, week. Bar, lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Smash! <laughs> so he sent something for me to read. Oh. So It's about Spider-Man, so I think it's mostly directed at you, Mike. You're my guest, so, I'm ready. Okay. Guns a blazing. Guys, you've been consistently hypercritical on the current Amazing Spider-Man. I was for a second because it shouldn't take more than two issues to beat Tombstone. Not if he's actually in the room with Spider-Man. And it is self-serving for Wells to use Ben Rabin, one of his own creations from his 2008 time on Amazing, as the major opponent. Or it's smart, I'm undecided. But I do know that the sinister adaptoid was a great idea. I like seeing Norman Osborn free of his insanity because... I've always wondered who he was before the explosion. Not a great guy, of course, but now that he is aggressively empathetic, it's good to see him get it and carry the weight of his deeds across his life. Love seeing the Hobgoblin again, although as I was reading, I knew it was complicated with Ned being alive via clone conspiracy and the mind control device from back 
in the who is the hobgoblin days, but someone duping Leeds and Kingsley was new. I know it's hard to come up with things for Ben Riley to do, and Chasm is not a name or a gimmick, but I get it. But he's been having a bad time for many years prior to Clone Conspiracy, especially with Peter David's Scarlet Spider series, which most people didn't see. That was a good book. Inferno and the tie-ins were one of the first things I saw for Marvel Universe comics, so it, so so is so Dark Web worked for me. The heroes had seen it before, and Limbo demons are weird. They make you act out skit a skit or possess objects like mailboxes. I thought it hit the Ghostbusters tone perfectly, as opposed to the Hell to Hellraiser two, so that worked for me. As for Ms. Marvel, even though I forgot that she could change shape and not just stretch, her demise worked for me too. She'd been working at the lab, so she was in the series, and it was all heroes on deck during the monster attack distraction when she saved MJ. I'm okay with that. It's comics, so the story is the characters reacting to her absence and how she returns. At this stage of life, the Peter-MJ relationship will probably, probably be what it is. I don't see them married again, maybe not in my lifetime. And people younger than us don't know them to be married in the comics or media. I get the frustration, but personally I called off the dogs on that one. But Octopus versus Osborne, the one villain the superior Spider-Man couldn't beat, that has been great. I'm there for it. So there's my case for why the grand, in the grand scheme of things over the years, current Amazing Spider-Man, as of 29, is not so bad at all. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, Discuss Amongst Yourselves. That's so many talking points to that. Yeah, so I haven't read just most in, of it. Just so. in what he's talking about. I'm caught, oh, hey, Rexy, it, it's I'm sorry. not clear what the story is that he's talking about mm. because there's so many different points that it has to go to. And if you want to pick on Miss Marvel, the fact that she was in, what, less than five panels? Maybe talked? Yeah. Like, if I had an investment in this character, yeah, I might have cared. It was clearly a gimmick they, and a ploy. And now we find out that she's now a mutant, what, two weeks later and brought her back. Okay. Give me a break. Well, that's like, I didn't, I forgot that she even worked in Oscorp until that issue that she, like, the, the issue before she died in. Like... And some of the, I've liked this, the Amazing Spider-Man stuff that hasn't dealt with any of the, the big mystery and the, like, you know, they would have some, like, a two-part story here or there. And I had, like, I enjoyed the, the, the last couple issues of Amazing Spider-Man with Doc Ock. And, and, you know, and all that, because it's been more Spider-Man-y, as we've been talking about in previous issues, and I feel like if you take the craziness, like, 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 Osborne being insane, if you take that away from him, she trusts you. there's not a character, that's like making the, the Joker normal, it, you have, it, it's worked sometimes, but like I feel like that's the that's the character like I yeah I just uh, I don't know. Well okay and, and I hopped off a long time ago because it wasn't doing it for me. But here's the thing: it took twenty six issues yes. to explain what happened in issue one. Here's the problem with this: it wasn't that good, so it didn't hold my attention. I'm already frustrated because you get 
what was it, the second page it was a splash page and yeah. spider-man in a crater something yeah what's happened, happened? That's, yeah well it's gonna make a great omnibus those 26 uh, issues i'm, I'm sure <laughs> I, I have no doubts but that's poor storytelling yeah there was no Th- there was no hook. and like there's the there was no see like we would go complete story ox without referencing any of that stuff other than the fact that Mary Jane's been banging Paul. Like, you know, whatever his name is. There were no consequences. The kids didn't matter. Yeah, they just Are you dis- kidding me? They just disappeared. You, you wrote that end. into this to being an important that connection. was the reason they were together. There was the reason they were together. Yeah. And is then that, they just it, disappeared. Is that like an is that like an anti MacGuffin? <laughs> like that's a, like bad a, a writing what's the opposite of a red herring or it was a red herring but yeah it's bad like Pat said it's bad writing it's bad storytelling it's all a gimmick there's nothing that wants me as an amazing Spider-Man fan who's been there forever this is bad storytelling and this we'll go back even further for um, when Quesada erased the marriage yeah. we can't find a writer that can write Good stories and make a happy married couple. Then get a new mm, writer. No. No, you get a no, new writer. No, oh, he was getting Because Jerkoff was going through want, a divorce, yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, I'm going to take that on a Peter Parker, and I'm going to take it on a Mary Well, Jane. that's like whenever, because his father died of lung cancer, so that's why nobody smokes anymore yeah. in the Marvel really? Universe. Mm-hmm. Jay Jonah is not allowed to have a nope. cigar. Ben. Really? No. no. Same Ring. with Nick Fury. No. Yeah. Um, actually, there was... Bye, Bye Tim. Tim. There was a... A cover for an X-Men trade where the original cover had Wolverine with a cigar. When they did the trade, the cigar was missing. That's just poor shit. Sorry. That's just no, it, that's just bad. And it was like if you can't tell good stories, you can't expect people to read your book. And if you keep it so convoluted and you keep relaunching everything with new number ones and new writers and new gimmick stories. You're not going to retain readers. You're not going to bring in new readers. And it's it's like, all gimmick. Well, but but let's let's just extrapolate this to its absurd logical conclusion. I'm getting divorced, so Peter has to lose his marriage. I don't like smoking. No one can smoke. Well, I don't have Spider-Man powers, so now we're going to name him the mediocre fat guy. So, so if Quasada had hemorrhoids, do we write an episode or an issue about Peter Parker having hemorrhoids and he can't put the tights on correctly? Yeah, exactly. Is that what we do? I mean, is that is that where we're going? Part, part of the whole point of the creative process and being a writer is you take inputs from your regular life, but you make a fantastical... No one wants to read about a depressed, middle-aged, fat dude with nothing going on in his life. No. Sorry. No. Like, I'm living that. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to read it. No. I mean, we've been suffering through Amazing Spider-Man. Dave is suffering through Fantastic Four. Colin is suffering through Daredevil. These are all major key books in Marvel with horrible, horrible writing. And like, he was saying, like, he, like, with Ben Riley, like, he, and he mentioned it in there, the Peter David run, like, he did two, he did, he did two Ben, he did two Scarlet Spiders. And even in the second one, it had him and Kane together, which we don't see Kane anymore either. Like, like you have people who can write the stories. Like, there's like, you you can tell a Ben story. Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to have him lose his memories and then turn into a purple guy who wants a uh, a big staff thing. Like, I like I don't like you know what I mean? It's it's just if. Like you were saying, they, at this point, I just think 
even though, like I said, I've been enjoying the last the, the, the last couple issues more since it's kind of over with the big mystery thing. But I think at this point, we just need a new writer on and like and and that's like and I've I haven't read much of Zeb Wells. Is that who? Yeah. It, like, but I've heard that he's been a good writer. So like. Hey, down the line, maybe give him another crack at Spider-Man or something. Or give him a smaller book. Yeah, because obviously Marvel doesn't think the book's working either, or we wouldn't have Dan Slott writing, like, three spin-off solo Spider-Man books, you know? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, it's... And, and look, Jermaine, if you like it, that's great. Yep. And everybody's allowed to like what they like. That, that's cool. You know, because I'm sure there's some things that we like that you don't. Mark Russell, for example. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but just this because you like what you like, I, I think we have valid critical points that oh, wow. this should ideally be Marvel's top book. Yeah. I mean, he, he's the friggin' corporate mascot. Your, your top writer should always be writing this book, and this should be the barometer for how the company is doing. And if you tell me you cannot find someone who wants to write a good Spider-Man story, then as editors, you're not doing your job. And I don't think that well said. the fans, like, you can't necessarily critique it to fans, but, like... If you know, like, we'll probably sell more books if we have them together again. Because that's what the people want to see. You give the people what they want to extent. But you know what? I don't know if that's the case. Because when they broke up, that was, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, I was still so, in high school. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to read it now that don't even remember them being together. That's a fair point. But then you go to the movies... And MJ's a very important key love interest yeah. for Peter. Yeah. So that's Somebody still... Somebody like, said it one time before, but you want to give fans something they want, but and they then, don't know they want it. Yes. And that, yeah. I mean, that is impossible. It, it, you know, it's a really tough needle to thread. Yeah. It, it is, but a good writer can do it. But Yeah, yeah but exactly. Or, yeah. you know, or, or just Spencer's point. If you're going to make me read a story... It's going to take 26 issues to pay off. <laughs> it better hold my attention for 26 issues. Your your better job is to do... Well, those, you know, uh, a, those a two bunny issue issues story. were fantastic. Yeah. Or forget her name. What, white rabbit issues. Yeah. But yeah. you can do a two or three issue arc and have seeds yeah, planted you, yeah, along the way. To, you know, they just breadcrumb trail that gets me to where you want to get me in issue 26. But has captivated yeah. me for 25 issues till I get to 26. Because imagine how long we would have had to wait if this wasn't like a twice, sometimes three times a month book. You know, yeah. would have been right. yeah. 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 for two years. Two, yeah. Yeah. two years. Yeah. I would have hurt somebody. Yeah. I would have hurt somebody. And now, granted, I don't also agree with well, threading the- creators and things and stuff like that. That's, that's too far. That's not necessary, but... But in some ways, though, that makes it worse. Because if it's coming out two to three times a month, you're forking over yeah. 8 to $10 mm-hmm. a month to Marvel. For something you're not even yeah, enjoying. Yeah, for something you don't enjoy. And, and look, 
I'm doing it with, with Detective Comics right now, but I think I've hopped off that train. But, like, and, and they understand that we as comic collectors are stupid and OCD by design, yep. mm-hmm. and we don't want a hole in our collection. But it's like we're hate-screwing our comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I hate this, but I'm still going to do it because i got to yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, do, you don't want that six-issue hole... Later so I, on, I, gave, that, be, I yeah. gave that up a long time ago. I'm like, I don't care how many holes I have in my collection. I don't care. Tell me good stories. Yeah. yeah. And I'll read your good stories. And if they're good stories and I didn't see them, yeah. I'll go back and pick them yeah. up. Yeah. And that was one thing I said is I, I'm afraid they've stopped worrying about writing, you know, selling good stories and are just worried about selling covers. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they're doing right now. Yeah. Um. Okay, Zach uh, says that the 110 degree heat wave has melted his brain, so he has no questions. Agreed. Um, He's down in Texas, so. Mm -hmm. Um, And Ibti has a, oh no, there were three parts to the seven-parter. Oh, I was like a three-part, that's Mm -hmm. not an Ibti question. Those those Um, three parts had five subparts to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Discuss the state of Blue Beetle in comics and how it can improve. I don't even know. And which one? Does he have My, a miniseries? I think he has something He, he going just on had right one now. summed about college, but Blue Beetle was doing really good for me post Infinite Crisis when he was introduced because Ted Cord got shot at the beginning of that. Um, but he, I thought he was great. It was it, it was very it was a really neat new take. Then he was involved in the Sinestro Corps War. And that was fascinating because it was him against Sinestro and then whatever the aliens were. Really cool. Then they had an issue that was in all Spanish. And they had the script at the back. So if you didn't read Spanish, you could follow along. 90% drop in uh, pre-orders on that book. Everybody dropped it and we're out and it has never responded at that point because during uh, the Sensical War I was really hyping it. It was really good and we were up to like 20 subs and after that issue everybody dropped it and it has never recovered. You know what's funny about that and, and you know I, I know other people will disagree and that's okay too. If the storytelling is good the language it's being told because it's a visual medium. The language it's being told in really shouldn't it matter. It is, but if you pick up a book and it's all in Spanish, you're going to be like, what the, what's this? And especially what these guys forget, in Pittsburgh, I don't have a large Spanish-speaking oh, no, no. clientele. I, no, I, I understand that. But if it was right, and a you, different it, book it, right. and, and it wasn't Spanish, if it was an alien language, I'm thinking anybody complain about right. it as long as it's well-written... Yeah. Well drawn, and you can follow the story. Well, just substitute the alien language for what is an alien language to you, Spanish. Well, yeah. speaking of what Colin said, it's lost its mojo, and I yeah. don't, at this point, yeah, I don't it, think anybody cares. Everybody's it, probably seen the trailer. Well, I looked at that, and I like, wow, this is a really bad TV movie. Okay, see, I didn't even watch it because I'm like, it, it's not it's just, for me. Yeah, like, this and is not, a not saying that's a problem, just saying. Well, I watched like, the first trailer; it was visually exciting and everything, but. Not a movie. Like, I'm interested. Uh, my one friend, watch it on Max. My one friend, uh, in two months, yeah. said that he might want to go see it. So, like, I might see it just to you know to you know to take just him to take the kid, yeah. because you know he's still like young. So it's just like oh, finds blast like you know what I mean. It's, Visually appealing. Yeah. yeah, but like in the comics, I don't think 
like you have to fix DC before fixing like because you don't know what's what's canon, what's going on, what's not going on. Well, after like, what the Flash did just did box office wise, this is gonna not be good. It might do better than the Flash. <laughs> it's not hard to, but yeah, yeah that's a low bar. Well, but, yeah, but it, 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 it and that, the other thing is though, the amount of money they invested in the Flash. Yeah, like. I don't think I've seen a single commercial for Blue Beetle. But I'm saying, I haven't. Whereas when The Flash came out, those commercials were on every other commercial break. So they were spending millions upon millions of dollars on the marketing. On this, I think they're just... Put it out, let it take the loss. The only place I'm seeing an ad is the back of the DC books right now. That's it. And that's... We already know about this. Right. You're not appealing to anybody new. Yeah. I, you know, and, and so even like the, the Miles Morales movie that came out, and I loved the first one. But that's not my Spider-Man. Like, I, that's not, it, it's not that, it's not a good story, it's not as a good character, any of that. When I think of Spider-Man, I'm thinking of Peter Parker. And... So, you know, that's just not going to appeal to me in the same way. It doesn't mean I won't see it. Of course I'll see it. But it, it, it's not going to appeal to me. And Blue Beetle's the same way. Yeah. And, and it's, it's not a knock on the character. Um, when Rebirth came out, I thought, because that was one of the launch books at Rebirth was Blue Beetle. It was good, but it wasn't great. And, and that was the problem. Like, you're telling a story about a teenager, and I can't relate to it. It's the same reason why I dislike Miss Marvel. Um, now, I like the Miss Marvel TV show, but honestly, the reason why I like the TV show is more you're getting to see a different culture yeah, the, and they, how the culture did, is interacting. They did do a good job with that. but And, and the little girl is cute, and, and, you know, it wasn't... But I'm like, I can't relate to a 14-year-old little girl. I'm, unfortunately, I'm too old. Like, my kid is older than her, and so I can't relate to that anymore. Give me Ted Cord, be Blue Beetle, and Booster Gold. Yeah. Uh, sign me up. Yeah. So if you to be a fan Bloody of the older, Blue, the older Blue Beetle. <clears throat> Who asked him? They, uh, if he did. <laughs> okay, number two. Is the movie industry oversaturated with high-budget blockbuster movies that only a few can succeed each year? Or is the lack of numerous box office hits related to just bad movies being made? It's over-streaming. It's over-saturated. Well, it, it's, yeah. yes. But yeah. The, my problem is, so we went to see Indiana Jones. I wanted to see that on the big screen. We went on $5 Tuesday, and we ended up sitting in the front row. Oh, because it's packed? It was only six rows deep oh, because wow. they have those giant chairs yeah, now. Yeah. There's no seats. So, but here's the problem. The reason I went on $5 Tuesday is because the regular tickets are fourteen fifty, mm-hmm. And so you do that, and your popcorn and your drink, and you're at 50 bucks to go see a movie. I have a 75-inch TV in my living room. Not exactly the same as a movie screen, but pretty darn good. It's not like I used to be re- you know, nobody, watching on a 27-inch. talks at home? Yeah. 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 You spend a couple bucks. I can pause it and go system. potty. Yeah. 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 So... It's like, it's just, it's a lot of money to go out when I can, or, you know, if nothing else, I have lots I haven't watched yet that mm-hmm. I can watch at home for free or 
for whatever. I'm already paying right, yeah. for all the services. I'm paying for Max. If I wait another month, yeah. I can watch Flash sitting in my comfy chair. You know, but yeah. Marvel's guilty of killing the cow. You know, I mean, I mean, they keep putting more crap out on well, Disney and, Plus. And Pat and I were talking earlier. Well, not just Disney Plus, but we were talking earlier about. It's just too much. Oh, absolutely. By the time you get to Thor 4, nobody cares. Yeah. They don't have a story. Captain America 4 will not have yeah. Captain America, Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. No, it's... We're having it's the Falcon. The Falcon. Well, right. Sorry. Why not have a Falcon movie? Yeah. Really? That would be a novel idea. Well, because they're going to have an actual have Red Wing it. and not that little drone. <laughs> make have... it a 70s throwback and make it like Sam Wilson's oh, granddad yeah. or something. But so much of them badass. are just feeling the same. And not the same story, but it's just, there's Regards nothing new. Yeah. Well, they, don't, yeah. they don't let the like the writers and directors do the, like the most we got was the, the Doctor Strange with Raimi. Like that seemed like a that Raimi movie. That was a Raimi movie. movie. Yeah. But, but the thing with that, you're getting all the extras. They're having yeah. to spend so much on the special effects where you have like that werewolf by night or whatever it was. The that little was outstanding. Show. That oh, was, yeah. But that would never make it to a theater because no. not a wide enough audience and all that stuff. So, but um, yes, and streaming, like what you said, yeah. is I can sit at home and, you know, I'm still working through Better Carl Saul. Well, gosh, I can finish that instead of spending $50 to go see, you know. And sadly, it's got to be... A really good blockbuster movie there's for someone to movie, spend that money. There's one movie I want to see, and it has to be seen on the big screen. And that's Oppenheimer. That's the only thing that's on my radar. Everything else, I don't care about Barbie. Well, I feel like I'll be super depressed after seeing that movie. What Barbie? Oppenheim? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe both. Maybe both. both yeah, maybe. Yeah. The, the the Barbie would be like what how people got like all depressed after the first Avatar movie for because of the award. Oh, like I'm not in Barbie ward. <laughs> I'm not a Barbie girl. <laughs> And COVID didn't help. Yeah, that really... Well, I think with the, the COVID and the streaming stuff, that well, kind of just... Well, they did with just, Black Widow released simultaneously. Yeah. Was streaming never, and the but theaters. I bet that hurt their income, because why... You know, well, although it was paid for streaming. It wasn't free on at Disney. First, yeah. yeah, at first it was paid for streaming. Yeah. But that... And it wasn't just that. What Frozen 2 got put out that way. Um, that got put out that way. They all started doing it, and it's just kind of trained me to, I'll wait three weeks. It'll be out. Oh, absolutely. Cool. You see movies that were in the theater, and two weeks later, they're streaming. Yeah. You're yeah. like, like you're yeah. saying, Colin's like, why waste all that extra money when I could just watch in the comfort of my own home and not be interrupted by a yeah. screaming little kid? Well, okay. yeah, and that's just it. I don't have to deal with assholes in the theater. And, and, uh, and that's not to say there are not movies that I will go see in the theater. There are, where, but before where I would see you know, 12 movies a year in a theater. Now it's two, maybe three. Yeah, at the most, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Oh, and it, minor irritant, and the reason we were in the front row is we were going, and I was going to pre-buy the tickets. And on a $5 ticket, it was a $1.79 service fee. And I'm just like, Ridiculous. yeah, no. They click a button. Yeah, the yeah, 20, yeah I'm like, no. So I'm like, fee. I'll take my chances. Well, my chances ended up being front row center. But... I did the same thing. I went to see Indiana Jones for five bucks. On a Tuesday, because I saw Guardians of the Galaxy for sixteen dollars yeah. in Bridgeville, I was yeah. I was beside myself. And then you gotta you gotta like choose your seat. Yeah. 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 I, I'm like, I I don't <laughs> complaining about about the future here, but geez, I just want to go to a, a, a creaky old theater with 
Yeah. And I'll, get my I'll bucket of popcorn I'll, I'll sit and on this sit. seat here yeah. and watch the movie. For, yeah. I'll yeah. be fine. I mean, it's nice, but, you know. Right. How about some not theaters like that where you can still see them affordably? Yeah. Well, that's like yeah. I, I always hoped that the theater down in Washington that closed was yeah. would eventually turn into like one of those like yeah. couple the bucks a theater. theater. Yeah. That's yeah. So are there any yep. dollar theaters anymore? Like I don't I, know. I, no. No. Probably, not to, no. Yeah. no. I know. I mean, you it might, wouldn't be a dollar theater, but I mean, second right. run instead right. of first right. run. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite sports team? Are you happy with their success, Pat? Oh, I, think, I think that's obvious. <laughs> um, are you happy with their success? No, considering they have not won a Stanley Cup since I've been born, not so go. much. <laughs> and they've come close a few times, but is that somebody, the, is, somebody is that, stopped them last time? Yeah, sorry yeah, about that. Yeah, well, well, there was that. Then they got swept in '97 by Detroit. They got beaten seven by a Hall of Fame team. You know, they had like nine Hall of Famers in the Oilers so yeah it, it hasn't been great in my lifetime but that's okay what's worse like a long stretch of like them not being close or like them getting close a couple of times and not like and, that's and, the like, Buffalo lose. Bills fans like you know what I mean like <laughs> what would okay what would you prefer Never having dated a woman, True. or having dated a woman, have her rub it once. Again. Nope, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's nah. You, you nah. That's a good analogy, isn't like it? Though it. that's fantastic. That's a padism that we need to put on a. Poster. That needs to be on a shirt. That needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> we have the orange balls. Yeah. <laughs> we have the black and orange balls right now. I'm a Steeler fan. Yeah, I've been a Steeler fan yeah, since I was complain. a little kid. What, I six? can't complain. No. I've been fortunate to live in the city. Yeah. I don't care about the Pirates. I love hockey, but I don't have cable, so I never get to see the Penguins, so it's kind of tough. That's a real shame, too. And and that's, mm-hmm. I mean, all NHL teams. But I can remember growing up, the Flyers were always on broadcast TV. I know they're not see, anymore. I had the opposite, yeah. where the Blackhawks weren't on TV because oh, he didn't want to give it to you for free. Yeah. No, they he didn't want to let you see it for free because then you wouldn't come buy a seat. Oh. So they never broadcast their home games. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, but growing up, the Flyers were actually good, so the right. spectrum was selling out. Right, the Black that wasn't were in, not. Yeah. Well, they were in 91, but, yeah, that didn't go well. Effing Penguins. But, yeah, I'm happy with the Blackhawks. I'm thrilled. Effing Blackhawks. I'm thrilled. If you had to watch a game, Blackhawks or Bears? I would think Blackhawks. Depends Hawks. on when. No, I mean, you don't just get, general, the, no, the For Black one Hawks. year, you have to pick one the team. Black the Blackhawks, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Bears have been bad. Well, I mean, they're both bad right now, but I um, I think the Bears will, are get, are moving in the right direction. I think the Blackhawks Until they do the something right that the Bears always do. And, you know, they, they always seem to be do, do something. Something always seems to happen with them. Well, for them, it's always been the quarterback. He had uh, Rex Grossman failed them in the Super Bowl, kind of like how Neil O'Donnell failed the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Oh. Neil who? O'Donnell. I don't yeah, call them. I, I understand. I understand. Didn't Slash have one or two of those, too? Not, not, no, not, no, not interceptions in the Super Bowl for the no, he never got pick sixes. Oh, right? I thought he did. Okay. No, he threw to the wrong team a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so just doing the regular. He got playoffs. confused. Jerseys, you know, colors. Only team I care about is the Penguins. I'm yeah, not, you have no complaints. I'm not going to complain about five cups. Yeah, in 31 years. 
I'm especially glad my dad has been able to see five. I was like, but if you go back to pre that first cup, yeah. Jesus, dad, they were awful. Yeah, yeah. my, my yeah. dad was an original season ticket holder. I, I've seen the Penguins with the blue and white jerseys back in the '70s. So you know, when you get like a thousand people at the stadium, you know, yeah. We've been, very, be we've been very fortunate in another one. Small market team or city yeah. getting great teams. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you guys are actually – Pittsburgh is actually smaller than Hamilton, Ontario. Wow. And Hamilton doesn't have a team. Yeah. They almost had the Penguins, though. Oh, yeah. Well, Arizona's Jim, looking Jim for Basile. a place. Jim Basile will not be allowed to move the team because he tried that with the, Arizona, the, uh, too. Nope, that debacle in the desert's 30 years in the making. I don't know how I remember that name. Sorry. If I probably go with the Steelers too, just football is the main sport that I've always liked and they've been good enough and I think going forward that they seem to have a good shot of, you know, at least being relevant. Okay, rank these candy bars from worst to best. Reese's best. Payday, Mr. Good Bar, Nut Roll, Snickers. I don't know what nut roll is, is unless they roll? mean I, I don't like yeah. an actual nut roll. I'm yeah. gonna call that last only because I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. Uh, then probably payday. Mr. Goodbar and Snickers is the best. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm a payday a... guy, but I also love Mr. Goodbar. Although the only time I ever have Mr. Goodbar is in Christmas or Halloween. In the and those little, little ones. ones, and I do. I guess I just I do just really like chocolate and peanuts. Yeah. No. Um. Okay, what is an appropriate amount of time sitting atop of the porcelain throne and doing your business? Until your legs go numb. Yeah. Yeah. When he finally hit the end of uh, the, the bottom of Instagram. Well, you know what, though? That, that, <laughs> That's a long scroll. <laughs> the answer changes as you age and not because of biology. I was saying biology because your legs fall asleep. No, quicker. no, no, okay. no. Because that may be the only room in the house where I can get peace and quiet and not have to hear other people. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit there and enjoy the quiet. Pat's just That's... in there playing like fart sounds on his phone. So people yeah. just leave him alone. Yeah, exactly. He's taking a nap. As long as it takes. Yeah. Until you can't feel yours. Or, whatever whatever fin- circumstances there are. Finishing whatever I'm reading. Most annoying corporate word. Oh. Synergy? Leverage, bandwidth, or deliverable? Synergy. Synergy. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, yeah. I don't understand this one yet, but who is or was the best writer in your family? I don't I never had any writers in my family. You are? I'm okay. the creative. Well, I have a good answer for that because my late... You're a professional writer? Not yeah. me. It's not me. It's my late... Uh, one of my mom's cousins, Peter Oresik, who's written books on Andy Warhol, and he's a poet, and he's well-known. Spencer, it has to be you. I would. I don't know anybody else, so I, by default, I guess, just because of the only one that's tried, you know, I guess, so, but... My mom was a, a pretty decent writer. Oh, cool. And if we went with well, our, my wife's my uncle, uncle is a published writer. So who is? I'd say. Oh yeah, you my, had some of his books. Yeah, right, my wife. Yeah, he has like nine books. Who so I get, my wife's uh, uncle. Oh cool. So Joseph Cannon. 
Um, oh, I was going to say penthouse letters. Are no, it's in it because the, ver- the first book, published, but... the first book he wrote was Los Alamos, and it was like a murder mystery in Los okay. Alamos during. Oh, okay. All that. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. That's going to be the sequel to Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's all we got as far as questions. Okay. So it's time to talk. How, how long are we? We're in an hour already. Oh, wow. Holy wow. cow. We, we ran it for what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who wants to go first? Mike, do you I'll remember for, any I'll of them? I'll go very quick. Okay. I read 13 books. Yeah. I read 13 books. Yeah, I did somewhere. I can name too. those books in four notes. So <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Meet Stranger Things, number one, was really that fun. That wasn't one I read. No? no? You don't like turtles? I do. You don't like Not as much as you. Yeah. So the kids are in New York, going to Subway. Bad things happen. Turtles come and rescue them. Team up. They're going to continue. They meet um, Splinter. And they're like, wow, it's a talking rat, blah, 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 and stuff like that. So it's- I see, that can't be anywhere near the strangest things that they've seen from that show. Like, you know, like, Hoboing, like humanoid talking totals, like, that got to be like, oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, like minor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like minor. Yeah, that's just Thursday. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah exactly. <laughs> but the thing, the thing no, I Wednesday, really liked Wednesday. about this, the artwork was drawn in early Turtles, Eastman and Laird style, which was really fun. They and even they, gave them, like the, like, the constant grin almost. And they had no colors, everything, everybody had their red bandana and their little initials and stuff, so that was good. I read a lot of Night Terrors, and yeah. I liked... All of them. You know, they I, I reread Night Terrors 1. I read it as a PDF before um, FOC to try to get an idea what the story was. I read First Blood. I wasn't a big fan of. And then I read They're Night Terrors. They're all basically horror books. Yeah, I just oh, yeah. reread it last night. I really liked it. Yeah. That was really good. I read the I read the Shazam one yeah. today. It's like, okay, it's a dream. Move on, and it just... The least horror-like yeah. was The Flash, but it has this great story of something that happens to Wally as Kid Flash, like young Kid Flash. And then Barry does everything he possibly can to go and like help him out, like time travel. And we get this like melted green, like how yeah. or green lantern. Like, from from yeah. Parallax. Which is really cool. And I like the... Um, because Barry goes travels through time to try to save Wally, and like... The friction from the speed force, you like it's tearing his costume oh, yeah. and his skin and stuff. And then the last page, you see him going through the speed force, and you see I see Wally's monsters. This like blur of whatever of red and like craziness. The only thing though that got me about that issue is in the beginning of the issue, it talks about well, uh, Barry's talking about how he tells Iris because sometimes when he's running so fast, it's like a dream. Yeah, and how he tells the difference is that. He should have realized that this was a dream. Yeah, that's the only. I think they're just only, playing off. Yeah, that, that's yeah. my only complaint about that issue. Um, Green Lantern, number one was written. Artwork was incredible on this, and that actually had the writer from the series on it. And oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why cool. literally goes oh, from cool. it goes from that him being in the plane to the father's. The father's how's the father's dead and like out pops this creepy thing out of the coffin. Like I said, it's just been really good horror stories. And then it he meets, um, I can't pronounce it, Aben Sir. Yeah. And it's not what you think it's going to be. He's like, oh, he's going to give him the... No, and he turns on, he's like... Oh, yeah, the I'm ring's gonna... like sucking the life force yeah, out of like, him. Yeah, he's messing so him. So he has to cut his finger off to, to get the ring off. Yeah. And then the last page we get... 
I didn't read the. Um, this, I, yeah, the sinister the stuff. So I kind of just skimmed it. It just goes the. Par- I'm like, oh, you can't get any better. Yeah, because that's his greatest fear. Like, yeah. this is all. They're all the fear of the. You know, whatever the nightmare of the character is. This one I wasn't expecting much out of it, but was was Zantana. I didn't read that one. Did anybody read this one? No. And Tooms teams up with um, is it Robot Man from Dooms? Doom Patrol. Yeah. It was just a blast because he clearly does not want to be there, and is just you know snarky as heck. It well, was just. It makes sense for him to be there because he probably doesn't have to sleep. I would think. Yeah, and it's her dad is like the main villain or the thing that's coming up in the dreams and stuff like that. It was just a lot of fun, and this is a straight out horror book again. And then the other one was uh, Night Terror Shazam. And it focused on uh, Mary Marvel. And Billy is... He's like not, a Black Adam. He's kinda. like a Black Adam. He's in the black suit. Yeah. I had trouble with the odd in this one. It made things <coughs> a little Did he look like The Rock? He kind of did. I'm trying to find a page. But it was real. It was clever. Everything about these has been good. Like Colin said, Night Terrors one was really good. I read that. And I'm trying to find one. I can't Basically, it. like in the dream or in the nightmare, Billy's going around murdering all the other kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. By Shazam lightning bolt. Yeah. He definitely looks like him. And that's like from uh. The Rock. Did you see that Wade wrote that too? Mm-hmm. That's why I picked it up. I'm yeah, like, oh, it's gonna be good. So, and the other one I will talk about oh, is World's Finest Teen Titans number yeah, one. Yeah, I read that one too. The only one, the only problem I had with that was when was it? Because it like modernized they're doing, it. Yeah. it totally yeah. modern, and yeah. they're like on Instagram yeah. and yeah. all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, there's I had the same dr- problem. There's a drone and all this other crazy. I, stuff. I have, I have a feeling. Well, I guess they can't because the, some of the stuff has tied in with the, uh, the the Lazarus planet and all that stuff. But it almost kind of feels like this world finest is almost trying to just move into its own its own like. Universe, yeah. like you know what I mean, which I wouldn't have a problem with that if there was like I'd, I'd kind of be fine with if, it. If there was a Ward's finest, the main line, you know, if there was like a Ward finest universe where they ever, you know, you'd yeah. have the main book and then you'd have yeah. like a Titans yeah. and then maybe like a Flash book or something like yeah, every once in a while, I think that would be pretty cool. Maybe it is another. It's just fun to. This is written by Mark Wade as well. It's just fun to read old classic tales in a more modern twist and it's with them as young people but you know with cell phones and drones and stuff like that and it's just it's just refreshing to read something that somebody actually as we were talking earlier about good writing mark wade is knocking yeah, out yeah. of the park right now yeah, especially, everything he's doing especially those two pages when they're talking when they go back to their hometowns and talk to their mentors and oh, everybody's yeah. giving them encouragement most of them are giving Except for Batman. Yeah. Batman says absolutely not. You don't trust anybody. Don't, you don't, don't know these tell people. Them, yeah. Don't tell them your secret. And Green Arrow. Don't tell them your secret. Everyone else is, you know, divulge who they are. He's like, can't. And he's like, no. And I'm yeah. like, what, 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 why not? And uh, uh, Green Arrow is just not there. While, or, yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah. Speedy's by himself. Yeah. And they get into a fight because Speedy wants to record all their missions because they have like a hot, like a hotline. Like, hey, you need help. Yeah. The Teen Titans will, you know, will be there. Yeah, yeah. And Robin doesn't, you know, doesn't like that. Yeah. 
it's a lot of fun if you're not reading great. it pick it up if you've not heard about mark wade what he's doing right now he's writing two other books that are fantastic you guys both like world's finest i'm loving shazam and i'm going to continue yeah. to pick this up one thing i will talk about and pat you can go next and i'll start it for you i think you're going to talk about second coming. second coming with mark russell i think i might be jumping off the ship I just yeah. I mean, I was I, I was a straight up Mark Russell stand, but um, this book is not good. It's it. How much is left? Do you know? There's, I think there's two more issues left. This is issue this. four of six. Yeah, and this is the third. Well, you'd think that there probably wouldn't be any more after the after the third. I maybe would, I would think, but would like think, yeah, there's been it. It almost it feels like it's it's six random issues. It, as opposed to one coherent story. Yeah, it's None not... of it really seems related. Like, they were in therapy, in a group therapy session. Uh, and, like, I get it. You know, there, he's talking about how he killed his parents. Well, he didn't know he killed his parents, but then he took when he's, yeah, Remember bad. All or something like that and remembered. Remember he was the one who killed his parents. He remembered. He asked his grandmother, is she afraid he's going to kill her? And she's like, oh, I know you will, but I love you <laughs> anyway. He didn't. But it appears his his baby did. Yeah, because at the end we see explosions. Of so the baby's demons. killing people. Well, well I, we don't know what we happened. Don't know. We don't know what happened. This is she was babysitting the little kid. Yeah. So, but it it, but, it appears the baby's probably the one that killed her. Now that so, baby so murder might give me. The, I like the story. I'll be the counterpoint. I like well, the you, story. I'll agree that it's that it's not coherent. I'll agree with that. But I like the story, and it's kind of tragic how he had to drink the forgetium mm-hmm. to forget. It was too much. It was too just good because God knows I have it stuff. Sounds I like love James to Cameron writing this script. Yeah. Script. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think it would be better if it followed a more cohesive storyline because it seems to be jumping a little bit all over the place too much for me, and it's just like we were talking earlier. I think before we were recording. It almost feels like Mark Russell's doing just a little too much at this point. Well, that's I feel that, and I'm like, you know what? At three ninety nine, four ninety nine, wherever it is, I, I need to say like, you know what? Eh, this is really not holding the interest for me. Well, I, I think the other problem is with Mark Russell. I'm always looking for what's he really trying to say? Where's the subtext? Where's the underlying? Where, yeah, yeah, where's the snark? Where it's just not here. Like this is. It's just depressing. Like the the one yeah. a couple issues ago about uh, the egghead guy, like that was just depressing. It was like, okay, yeah. you shit on this guy his whole life, and then you wonder why he's a dick. Yeah, like and he turns it, out the way he did. Yeah, like it, you know, in, in modern days, this is you know he's the trench coat mafia kid. Yep. But instead, he went super villain because this is a comic book. But it's like. Right, when you treat people like shit, it usually affects their psyche, and it usually ends up bad. Yeah. But, like, I'm looking for where's where's the snark, where's the fun, where's the subtext? It's just not there. And if you go back to the original Second Coming, it was there, and it was fun. And this just isn't, and that's bad. Feels forced. Yeah. yeah. Whatever else you've got. Okay. Uh, Dark Ride? Yeah, I read that. So, uh, this was a sit-around-the-table-and-talk issue. Yeah. Um, what number are we on, by the way? Seven? Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but Sam has taken Summer into Club 666, which is like Club 33 in Disney. It's super exclusive. Um, but uh, Dante and and Halloween and Sam and, and Summer are sitting there talking. And Dante keeps talking about, oh, it's all about family. It's always been about my family and this, that, and the other thing. And then he says something about his wife. And Sam goes after him and gets his ass kicked by by Dante's bodyguard and gets thrown out uh, of the club. Basically, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, at this park, I quit. Uh, he gets a phone call from his daughter who s- says, you know, hey, mommy said you can come see me. So he's like, okay, I'm on my way. And you can see behind her, there's the demons from the park. Yeah, the ma- or the, outside, the, like the, yeah, the mascots yeah. are outside her window, almost like lying in wait. Um, I always like when because the, the the issue starts with a uh, flashback, mm-hmm. and anytime they do a flashback, it's black and white. Yeah. Except for it, like the blood's red. Yeah, anything that's red, like the blood or anything like that, it it sticks out. But it just deals more with like her their their mom being sick and like the kids are mad at the dad because he's not there or whatever and she's like well if it wasn't for your father this condition the condition that she has no you know what the fact that she's had like devil babies or something like that like you know yeah. they kind of allude to but but yeah it's just been a really really cool this book this would be a good Halloween book club in uh, and the last one I read, it was a long one. Yeah. It's like sixty some pages. I needed a bookmark for it because I didn't read it in one sitting. Like yeah, but Moon Knight number twenty five. Yeah. Um, we got a full story in this. It, yeah. It, it was almost like a, a mini trade or, or like a regular Marvel trade. Yeah, Actually, it was almost actually, kind of. It was of a like... regular Marvel trade, but it was only nine ninety nine mm-hmm. instead of. What four hundred and thirty five ninety nine or whatever the <laughs> these days? I don't know. Um, yeah, but you definitely got a couple issues worth in there, I'd think. Yeah, um, you know, it was he's he's trying to track down the Black Spectre, um, and, and first he goes to Zodiac and and says, "Well, you know, it, it's you." Uh, then there's a flashback to when he was a mercenary, and uh, it shows the team. It was him and Frenchie. And a doctor, and uh, Layla, who, uh, this was her first appearance in comics, Yeah. but it was his wife in the Moon Knight TV show who became the Scarlet Scarab, and, and that's what she's going to be now. Yeah, in that, in that mini, I think yeah, she's, she's going to have a big part in that today. mini, yeah. But, um, you know, it kind of shows, you know, things never quite go well for for mark and and you know kind of well i mean you're a mercenary things tend to happen but but it's almost like you know he he created his own demons oh yeah and and that's you know kind of kind of the point of this um but it was it was a really good issue um it it was just a ten dollar book so is this the last issue no there's at least two more of this okay uh, well, well, I think uh, like thirty. I think is when it, it, the the run ends, and then he's supposed to die. I think. But what I will say is, for a thirty dollar, or excuse me, for a ten dollar, thirty dollar book. No, for a ten dollar <laughs> book, I actually felt like I got my money. Definitely, definitely. And with most Marvel 
books, ten dollar like books, that, you don't get that. No, you feel like it's you even it's got a like a little grab. backup of like some old like Hulk book that he showed up in or something at the backup. Yeah, um, but it, this actually felt like it was a true story that they could have parceled out to three issues, but because it was the twenty fifth. And you know how much Marvel likes those big yeah. numbers. <laughs> well, they get to them very rarely now. Right, so. exactly. So they, you know, they, they gave you three issues worth all at once, and, and it was it was good. It was worth it. I have a question for you. I was asking Tim about this. The Black Spectre. Mm-hmm. You think it's Frenchy? Because he, he says he something. He says he hasn't talked to him in a while. But that's a possibility. I, I thought I, it was the Doctor. Though. I can't remember what the phrase is, but whatever. Because the Black Spectre says something on that last page. He says something that Frenchie says in the like in the flashback part of the story. I can't even remember exactly what okay. it is, but it's like the same saying. And like you said, we haven't seen him throughout at the series at all, you know, yeah. in this run. And I was just like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if that's think, it. I think the last time we saw him... Was it in the series before with like the sun guy? Was that it? I was actually thinking it was... When he was in the asylum with the the Maron, yeah, maybe. But that's my. It's uh, been a long time. Yeah, you, you've uh, you heard it from me first. That's my that's my pick for the bad guy, Frenchie. Make sure you bring it up. If yeah. It, oh, not, if it is Frenchie, you guys know about it. If not, <laughs> we'll forget. Go ahead, Spencer. Okay. Uh, well, Ninja Turtle books. Um, Too many? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All nine um, of them. The annual, a total is coming through. You just it starts out with a total coming through like time and space and stuff. He gets the zombie off by some weird thing, lands into present day, but he was supposed to be sent back farther. Um, it was Ralph. We eventually we, yeah. we yeah we we eventually find out that it's Raphael, um, and apparently Donatello has made some device or thing that's going to destroy everything. While he's asleep, they put this mechanicized, mechanical fake arm on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, which then he then rips off because he gets mad. Um, but just kind of, I think they're just kind of setting up this next story arc because as we get in, when we talk, talk to the regular series, some of the stuff with the don't with Donnie kind of, you know is kind of there too but Donnie's like I'll never you know I'll never do that I'll never do that I really like the art in this book it almost looked like it was colored with like colored pencils or pastels or something like that it's it very, very raw look to it and, and but like smooth though mm-hmm. like it um but then we'll just we'll, let's transfer over to the regular Ninja Total uh series while uh uh, Raphael is in custody because they think that he's the one who's been murdering these mule. They the cops found him standing next to this body. Um, I couldn't stop laughing at this guy. The the moose the cop. moose in the cop uniform, and I was just like, really? <laughs> well, they're integrating. You know, they're Clearly. all part of the city. Part of the city you know, city now. Um, but so. Uh, Raphael calls Jenica. She comes, bails him out. She's pretty familiar and friendly with most of the cops and the detective in the police station for because all the trouble she, she got caused when yeah. she was younger. Um, they go out trying to see if they can find any clues. 
so they go back to the crime scene where they run into the weasels who they thought were gone or dead. Um, which then also leads them running into Leatherhead, who is weirdly possessed by a thing we find out, like, later. Um, and then, so, uh, and then Leonardo's trying to, he befriended, uh, some kind of monkey guy, baboon guy. Um, so he's trying to show them around, but everybody's too busy, uh... Uh, Mikey's on the phone talking to his friends that's on this press tour, um, and he's talking about maybe even leaving for a couple weeks to meet up with them because he feels like, well, what's the point? Nobody's really... And there's this underlying feeling that there's something not quite right. Yeah. That everybody's starting to get after the, the, the war. It, yeah. Um, which if they've done that after kind of the big events, like, you know, uh, but, you know, they eventually end up coming back together stronger than ever, probably. But then we find that uh, they all end up coming, you know, running, like, literally running into each other. Um, and they start having an argument, and they go, they're looking for somebody. Are they looking, f- are they looking for Leatherhead? Is that what gets so, us yeah. And then we find, like, Leatherhead is being controlled or seeing things, and then we find out that um, uh, the other um, Lady Total from the Venus is, like, because with her weird psychic mind powers, is, is like, able to feel him or, see, like, sense him and stuff, too. But uh, pretty good series. I'm still really uh, digging the art. The new artist on here. Um, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. New story arc starting, Mike. Um, so Miles and... Um, I forget her actual name, but but Starling, who's like the... Um, the uh, the Vulture's granddaughter. Her, her and Miles are kind of seeing each other. And they're with their friends. And there's like some kind of festival or block party thing going on where there's like a whole bunch of food and stuff um so they're trying to go through that um and with the stuff that happened in the first story arc with the rabbler and uh he was part of this the this uh venom like little mini series that they had going on miles is um spider sense is kind of on the fritz like it will tell him like you know go off and there's not really like anything is wrong but they think it's because of just like of like how like tense and like just like the all the emotional stuff that he's been going through um so they just kind of try to find you know they're just trying to have a good time and then something happens that causes miles and and uh starling to go away and uh you know investigate them maybe it was like an explosion or something but the hob, this hobgoblin, we don't know which hobgoblin it is, but he's been going around, um, uh, like, stealing stuff, so they go and try to investigate, and, like, the issue ends with hobgoblin sneaking up on Miles without Miles knowing because his, with his spider sense not, not working properly. Um, hmm, you gotta get that fixed. Yeah, you gotta get that fixed. Um... The art, they had a different artist than they did in the first couple issues. It's still good, but it's that it's not as good as the, the, the regular artist. Um, and then what else? Uh, 
guess I'll talk about Amazing Spider-Man. Mike, Ooh. Mike, wake up. Ooh. What happened? So, Spider-Man, or Peter gets knocked out in the last issue fighting Doc Ock, and he's, like, waking up in, like, mid-spring. Does and he, he still looks... have his red arms on? No, he, this happens at the end. Oh. Um, oh, okay. So he wakes up, and Jameis... Uh, Jonah has the old Doc Ock arms and is like going through, like, through, so it looks like the classic Spider Man, you know, saving that, that, you know, that citizen. Um, so, uh, they, I forget what, where they end up going, but they go somewhere where they're able to, because the, um, the, the old Doc Ock arms are still kind of messed up. So, they're working on them and fixing them up and, you know, paint them red and blue to go with the costumes. So Spider-Man has his own set of arms now. Why does, not need, only because, why does he need arms? Because not only Octopus... Only you don't need arms? arms? Because, He's Spider-Man. Because, not, because Octopuses aren't the only thing that have eight arms, Mike. But why does this... Why does Peter Parker need Spider-Man Because Doc Ock has, like, these weird, like, arms that can, like... These new arms that can, like, break off into pieces... And go around, he's, but he still controls them. He's Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and then, so, the other part of the story is that, uh, you know, because Doc Ock ha- has, has, has Norman, and as, like, uh, Jermaine was talking about earlier in the, in the podcast, that, you know, uh... Doc Ock's upset with Norman because he's like the only bad guy he couldn't beat where he was Spider-Man and stuff like that. So to get back at him, he's going to going to inject Norman with his own version of a goblin serum to kind of bring him back to since he you know his sins have been washed away and trying to make amends for that stuff. He's trying to ruin ruin that stuff. So, but I think the other couple of things you guys might have read, so I'll let you guys talk for a minute. Okay, uh, to segue, Spider-Man and Bugs, Fish Flies. Read that. Number one. Was oh, that the new Lemire? Is that Jeff Lemire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. from Jeff Lemire. Um, He's drawing that too, right? Mm-hmm. He's drawing it, oh yeah. Um, begins on a hot summer night in Ontario. Three kids are walking to a mini mart to get popsicles, and the fish flies are out. They come out for a week every summer and die. So they get to the mini mart. The parking lot's covered with fish flies, and the two of the kids. Well, they no one wants to walk over over the fish flies to get to the mini mart and crunch, get all crunchy, you know, beneath their feet. So the one kid does the Canadians it. Canadians are too nice. The kids I would have grown up would have been stomping well, all of them just so, to get there. So those. one of the kids, they bet the one kid twenty dollars to walk across. The parking lot with the shoes off and bare feet, with dead, with dead bodies. Oh, bare feet! That would be yeah. Weird. So he he does it. He walks into the uh, goes into the mini mart. The clerks on the ground, dead, covered in fish flies. There's a guy behind the register with a gun and shoots the kid. Ooh. Um. The guy takes off, and he's looking grotesque. Something's going on, and he finds a place to hide in this barn. Uh, and this little girl finds him, Franny. And she said she was, like, sent home from school. A little eight-year-old girl. She was sent home from school because of what happened at the mini-mart. And, you know, she's 
her dad's apparently abusive and drinking expects her to make dinner and she finds she couldn't be nicer she couldn't be nicer she you know she tells him I'll, I'll take you somewhere else to hide you can't be here when my dad gets home so she takes him to like the silo and she says nobody ever comes here and she says I'll bring you back some medicine and then she brings back the medicine and then it turns into the metamorphosis and the guy turns in, the guy is turned into a human sized fish fly cool yeah yeah so yeah it was really good is this a mini ongoing? It is, my guess is a mini. It was real. Yeah. I think there's going to... He said it's going to come out every other month, but it's like at least a double-sized issue. And he said there's going to be a lot of pages to this. So. Cool. And he's drawing the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really good. Um, the only other one I have is Murder Incorporated. Jagger Rose. This is the Bendis and Oming book. Issue three? Issue three. It's good. It was really good. Uh, it's hard for Dave to say Bendis. I know. Good stuff. I know, but <laughs> this, these, he can do crime stories. This is his... No, well, that's like his old bread and butter. This right? is his, Yeah, exactly. He, this is his bread and butter. Um, But... The... Previous issue, the crime family, Bonavici, is there at the Vatican. It was a setup. The Don is killed, is murdered. What city is this taking place in? Also? Well. Do we know? Mostly New York City, I think. Okay. But. A very populous metropolis. Yeah. Thanks, man. But they're. Uh, the, they're at the Vatican. The Don is murdered. It was a setup. They find out the Vatican is training people to take on the five crime families in the United States and, you know, going to declare a war on them. They find out, they get reports from from the states that along the East Coast, the U.S. government is trying to take back the cities. And they have, like, the army in these eastern New York, New Jersey. Uh, so they're flying, they're flying back. In the plane during, during all this, they land. I don't know if I'm forgetting something, but they land, and uh, Jack Rose, because they asked her, she when she was at the Vatican, the Pope, Pope Francesca asked her to leave, you know, and, and she offered her her a job at the Vatican, you know, to kind of lead them. But she gets down. They touch down. Uh, the plane touches down and. I'm assuming New York City. Someone rushes up to her, gives her a pair of like virtual reality glasses, and she's in like virtual reality with like the five crime bosses or the four other crime bosses, and they give her an offer they can't, she can't refuse, as they say. They want to make her Don or Donna of the of the Bonavici crime family, and you know the last scene is the last page is her just taking the the glasses off and like I'm in charge now you know it's really good I'll so she's the godmother now so yeah so she's in charge or she's like she's the Don Donna Donna Rose now of the Bonavices she's the captain now yeah 
but that's all we got. Okay, I bet you got some more. We had Fallen Friend. Yeah. Yes, very, very moving Ooh. tribute to both Kamala Khan and Ms. Marvel, because they were two separate people who both just Does happened to die. she become a mutant in the book? No, no. No, no she wasn't. No. She is, he is a mutant. She was not, was she? But not the the, okay. the thing is, at the end, you know, and it has like the champions come back and everything, and then at the end, there's a QR code. Oh, yeah, because I felt like the book just Free like, ice cream cone? ended. It did, yeah. Free dipping dots. So you scan the QR code. <laughs> Free dipping dots. And it's an extra scene. It's an extra page oh. with the champions confronting Cyclops, saying, "Hey, she was your friend too." To which he goes, "I'm on it," or something like that. But the funny thing is, so you scan it on your phone, right? It won't enlarge. If you enlarge it, enlarge it on your phone, it's blurry. Oh, geez. so I had to scan it on my phone, get the the the. URL, type it into the computer, and then so I could read it. Because I'm like, because clearly everybody has full size iPads that could scan that so they could read it. That's a lot of work. Yeah. For a scene where it was just basically them, Cyclops going. But it was totally worth it, right? (laughs) See, the thing that gets me about that, though, like, because I've been hearing about that, it's like, no, she was friends with the younger Cyclops. From the past, that got there was his in mi- the champions. That yeah, yeah but right. got it's got his mind wiped when he went back to the past. So wouldn't remember anything. So therefore, current Cyclops should not have any memories really outside of what him. Well, then you need to write a letter. They it just that that logic makes no sense to me at all. Because then it gets creepy. Because I think they were dating. Like, I think the younger version was dating her. It's just, it's weird. I don't... Come up with the solution, though, so you could win a Sounds new, like a very cool storytelling yeah. to me. They probably don't give those out anymore. <laughs> um, Immortal X-Men 13, uh, which is basically the beginning of the fall of the mutants. Haven't they, fallen, haven't they fallen before? Yeah, but it, it basically had... I, gosh, I don't even remember what happened. It, it, a lot going on with... Um, oh, what was it? Celine is now on the Quiet Council and yada, yada yada. But basically, fall is coming to Krakoa as in fall. Like the leaves are falling off the trees and stuff like that. So, I don't remember exactly what happened. but it's. It, I mean, this one's been good. Kieran Gillen's been writing a good book. But... It just needs to end. Um, the Hunger in the Dusk. I was not excited about this only because the solicit was something like, humans and orcs need to work together. And my eyes rolled up in my head and go, people don't care. The fantasy stuff just does not sell here. Um, but they were making a big deal of it. And it's going to be great. And here's a promo poster and all this stuff. And I read the first issue. It was fine, if you like that. But basically, the humans and the orcs have to work together because there's a third group of people that's killing all of them. Okay. It's... Okay. Uh, Hairball 4 was the very odd Matt Kent story about this, like, immortal cat 
and this goes back into the the history. What? And it was Did very you say funny. Mortal cat. It yeah, but it's almost lies. like an yeah. alien cat. But the oh, first issue was the, oh, fir <laughs> the first issue was really good, and the last issue was really good. The middle ones were weird. Um, the middle ones, when she was trying to kill the cat, weren't great. But when she just kind of accepted the cat as her protector, as she did in the fourth one, it was. Was there good. any jokes about being more than one way to skin a cat? No, mm. oh, no, nice try. <laughs> um, I read World's Finest sixteen because I had missed it, knowing seventeen was coming out. But you already talked about it. But mwah, this is so good. Oh yeah. Um, I read Savage Squad six. I had taken it home and I had sold out on the shelf. It's Robert Venditti. And I'm like, okay, let me read this so I can get it back on the shelf so somebody somebody wants it. Not a great book um, about this group of women that are like mercenaries and they're going hunting and, or not hunting, but they're looking for the bad guys and there's some giant monster killing people. And it just, the, I, the art wasn't great. A character disappears and you're assuming they've been killed by this monster. But I could not tell you which character it was that wasn't there anymore. So that, and I even went back. I'm trying to figure out which one. So, not great. Uh, we had Sirens of the City was interesting. Did you read that? I um, thought that was very interesting. I thought very the art was fantastic. And the artwork was incredible. But towards the end, I got like really confused yeah, about yeah, what was going on. Yeah, but it's about this homeless girl. She's pregnant by this guy that she doesn't want anything to do with. But she has these underlying She has powers. some sort of powers. You don't know what it is, but she yeah. was kicked out of her foster home because it looks like she blew up the back half of the house. She tried to go back, and they told her to get the heck out of there. But they what told her she... who, and then they're like, go look for Mary Dunn in New York City. She's the one that brought you to us. So that's she's off looking. I don't remember the name. But she's off looking for this person in New York City. And she just, um, she's walking along, uh, the guy, the guy who knocked her up gave her, what, a, a, a fluffernutter sandwich, and she was eating that, and a guy opens the door, and she walks into it, and he's like, oh, let me help you, and come in here, you can eat whatever you want, all it's gonna cost you is a name, she's like, no way, dude, and she leaves, and he kinda hounds her into this party, and at the party are these, I guess, vampires, and something else. I guess she's also a siren. It's done by color because everything's black and white except the main girl has hints of blue yeah, and blue spot eyes. Color of red, like all over. And then these other guys have red. So you're assuming the red are vampires. And then it's called Siren, Sirens of the City, and that she's a siren. Um, but yeah, definitely Who interesting. Does this look yeah, like? definitely looks like Sandman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, very interesting. And the art, really, like I said, was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Curry. Uh, Randolph. Um, so, but that was good. I'm intrigued by that one. Um, X-Men Days of Future uh, Past Doomsday. Wow. This one, wow. This is the prequel to Days of Future Past. So okay. in, in Days of Future Past, they've enacted a law. Uh, I think Mark Guggenheim. Okay. They've enacted a law. Lots of mutants are killed. They're trying to, you know, they go into the future to try to fix it with kitty wolverine gets fried this is the precursor to that and it's the murder of the senator and how they have the sentinels out there and realize all of a sudden the sentinels took over because they had staged something and it was kingpin and a bunch of people had staged something to kind of take over and make it martial law but then they realized that the sentinels had their own plan 
and we're taking over. But man, yeah, uh, Angel gets ripped in, ripped apart in one of the first issues. Cyclops's eyes are gone, and he stays back to shoot at the Sentinels as a distraction. He gets killed. Kitty and Colossus have two kids who have their powers. They get killed. Um, you find out later that part of what happened is they had a... Magneto was trying to gather up all the um, nuclear weapons to use as, to defend to defend themselves. And Xavier's like, no, don't need to do that. Well, then there's an airplane over Pittsburgh that they set up and it goes off and Gene tries to contain the uh, blast, which I'm guessing doesn't work. You don't quite find that out yet, but Kitty was phasing with Cyclops to get him out, but the uh, blast was so powerful it fried his eyes. Yeah, this nothing nothing good's happened in this, um, but it was very interesting. It's kind of neat. It's a it's a prequel to a future story, which is kind of interesting. Uh, what if Dark Loki um, goes to a Simon and Kirby story where. I mean, um, a Stanley Kirby story where Loki stole some magic from someone that temporarily lets him lift Mjolnir, but then in the main story he lost that and he no, didn't get it. Well, in this one he then uses that power, kills Is this the... Is Walt Simonson? He wrote it. Simonson wrote it, he didn't draw it. But And so Loki then kills the sorceress to keep the power. He lays waste he he um, takes he's super powerful. He, um, he calls on all of the bad guy Surtur and everybody, and they lay waste to um, to Asgard. And he's like, "Cool, I'm gonna rule now." And all the bad guys are like, uh, "No, you're not." And Surtur takes over and kills Loki, but he sends him into space. And there's like that, just a little spark left. So there might be more, but it was good. It was it was just a fun, you know, what if Thor story where Loki wins, kind of. Danger Street Seven just kind of continued the yeah. story. It was it was fine, but trying to summarize it wouldn't make any sense yeah. to anybody. Um, there's a lot of lady cop with yeah uh, creeper yeah waiting to talk to somebody and creeper yeah. sitting in the waiting room talking to her. I did find it interesting to use the Outsiders. They lured Manhunter into the ocean, and the Outsiders yeah, the, um, got them. It's so. always creepy how he draws Manhunter, man. That, yeah, yeah, it's, it's ominous. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, but um, that's all I wrote, or it's all I read, but it was still a lot. Did we actually did we talk about the main Night Terror book? Kind of. You yeah, glossed yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was good with Dead Man. It's mostly, yeah, it's like a Dead yeah. Man story. Yeah, it's a Dead Man trying to figure things out while inhabiting Batman's body. Um, and then they reveal that the guy is just created, he's an inhuman created by the Terrigen Mist. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. The Laz Lazarus Resin. Um, but at the very end, he resurrects... Uh, uh, sure. Wesley Dodd yeah. Sandman to help him. That was zombie. Zombie Wesley yeah. Dodd Sandman, Sandman to help him. Help him. He's uh, like his eye thing. Goggles yeah. Out. You can see, see part of the yeah. skin yeah. Goggles. yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, to help him with his uh, tracking this guy down. So, Colin, what's coming out next week? So we have twice as much Marvel as we had this week. Yeehaw! But we'll start DC. We have the new Batman Beyond Neo Gothic number one. 
Uh, we have Batman Brave and the Bold 3. I still have to read 2. Uh, we have DC Connect next week. Ooh. Uh, Night Terrors number 2. We have uh, Night Terrors Action 1, Angel Breaker 1, Detective Comics 1, Harley 1, and Titans 1. Hey, Pat, are you getting a detective? Uh, yeah, you gotta do this it's one. It's not Ram V. Okay. Then, um, then maybe. And then uh, we have the new Superman Last Days of Lex Luthor. That's one of the That's black, black label. label. Yeah. Mark yeah. Wade. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. And Brian Hitch. Brian Hitch, right. Ooh. Drawn it, yeah. So now from Marvel, we have Spider Man 30, Mike. Want to jump back on? It's a good time to jump back on. Hold on, let me. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have Avengers 3. Wait, so Jermaine didn't convince you? No. No, he actually made me want to not read it. Harsh. Ever again, maybe. Wow. Harsh. Sorry. Um, Sorry. We, Incredible Hulk 2 Marvel previews. Do we have to have our orders on set? Uh, by next week, yeah. Okay. We'll, do we'll get to that. Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, we have My Little Pony Camp Big Hoof. You're going to give just that Just for me? Yeah, just for you. Thank God. Um, we also have uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Usagi Ujimbo, and Saturday Morning Adventures. So you couldn't, you know, you could just have one. Really? Can we book. just get one week nope. with just one turtle nope. book? Well, we, I think we have a do no total book. We do have a five Wednesday month coming up, so that okay. one you might have one week. Gotcha. Uh, we have the excellent number five. Is that the last issue? I think there's six. Mm, six. Okay. Six. Six. okay. I don't know. Um, we have Ultimate Invasion two. I still haven't read one. Uh, we have What If Dark uh, Spider Gwen number one. What if Gwen survived and Peter died on the on the bridge? And then the book of the year. X-Men Hellfire Gala, where oh, everything yes. is going to change. So, and then, well, no, but I mean, for the X-Books, this is supposed to be the big thing. And That's then, what they said last year, too. Well, they, yeah. And then from everybody else, we have Alice Never After, which is a sequel to Alice Ever After. We have, I just like the name of this one, Blaze Ya Dead Homie. I thought that was <laughs> that was fun. Who's putting out that masterpiece? I, I could not tell. South Point Press. Um... We have uh, Berserker has a one-shot Poetry of Madness. We have a new one, uh, Children of the Comet. I'm not sure who's doing that one. It's got a lot of covers. Well, it almost looks like it might be uh, one of those uh, whatnot books. Uh, we have Murder by Mail. Now, I'm going to circle back to this one. Uh, Nightclub number six. That's the Mark Miller uh, vampire book. Uh, previews next week. we got all three oh, in the same week. Yes. Well, we'll see. Uh, we have Per Evil, new one from Image about cats. cats. Um, yeah, that's what the cat books. We have The Ribbon like Queen, which is Ribbon Queen is from AWA, and that's a new Garth Ennis one. I will do that one. Okay. Um, and then we have World Tree Four. So I'm circling back to Murder by Mail. This is from SourcePoint Press, and it's five bucks. And. There was a there was a post on a on the retailer site, well no on a retailer and publisher site where Sourceport was bemoaning low order numbers on two on this, and you know they they put out you know PDFs they did everything they could to promote this. I'm like okay yes, but sometimes people just don't want what you got. Well to no it's out. a it's a neat idea it's a murder by it's a murder mystery. It's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. You know, you, you as you're reading it, you're trying to solve it, you're doing stuff. I'm like, yes, here's my problem. It's $5. Yeah. Your source point press. This is by a writer and an artist I've never heard of. 
I can't, you know, I, I ordered four because I'm intrigued by the murder mystery aspect of it. But it's like, what were you expecting? You know, you're promoting it great, but the only people seeing that are people that follow you because you're not promoting it on any websites. You're not, you know, I don't know what you're doing. So I just found it. I, know I, kind of, I wanted to respond to him, but I certainly didn't want to put that in a public forum. You know, but just, I kind of just wanted to say, dude, you know, I don't, I don't know what you expected. Your source point press, you're like ECHL, you know, you're, the guy at the you're, you're the not end even of the end, of the end of the table. Yeah. Selling their own yeah. You're yeah. not even, you know, the minor leagues, you're one step below, you know, you're not image. You're, you know, and I'm yeah. like, not trying to be mean, but at five bucks, no, everybody's going to pass. Right, no one's going to pay premium prices for... For an unknown quantity. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, you know, so many of your books are late or missing or not finished, and it's like, I I get it. I get you think the response should be better, but that price point, if it was four bucks, I would look at it totally differently. You, you have to tell the, you have to talk to these people in a language they can understand. Yeah. There's a reason why there's no cover charge at a strip club on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> you, you are not getting your top personnel. Are we getting C? D level talent then? Is that uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And no not offense. Double D talent. But yeah. D, no. <laughs> no offense to the creators, but. You know, there's a reason this book's coming out from SourcePoint Press. You know. Yeah. When there's stretch marks and gunshot wounds, you're not paying hey, hey, oh, okay. Just well, saying. on that note. Um, That's just on the bouncer. <laughs> next week, book club is next week. We're doing um, Shirtless Bear Fighter it's next Volume 2. It's next Friday, Next Mike. Friday for those who Friday don't the have 28th. Friday. It's, it's the 28th. last Friday of the month. That's a week and a half from now, right? Correct. Um, did you hear the canceled back rolls? I did. Um, probably set some kind of alarm or reminder. Yeah, maybe a reminder. Tie a red ribbon around like your on finger. On Friday morning. It? It's sitting on my end table. Oh, read, read it. Me. Okay. Okay. Um, we're doing Dark Horse these last two weeks of the month. Uh, double points on all Dark Horse graphic novels. And I think that's about it. Uh, previews is due next Thursday. I will be working on it this weekend, so please get your orders in. Big yawn, girl. And I think that's it. Spencer, send us home. That's podcast. We will talk at you next week. See ya.